Hello, hello. Welcome to SLD Wellness, the podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Lord Antiazio. SLD Wellness is a place for you to find your voice, find your gifts, and to realize that you already have the tools inside of yourself. Today is episode 19 of the podcast, which is all about owning who you are, which is a big one. Like, that's a big topic. Owning who you are is something that isn't a one-step thing or a one-shot, one-effort thing. Owning who you are is continuous. It's a process. It's something in which it requires you to really respect the fact that you are constantly growing and changing and that's okay it's okay to constantly grow and change because you are a human and that's what humans do and i think that owning the fact that you could really like something now that later on you might not be as into or knowing the fact that you are allowed to change your mind is something that's also huge because things continuously change in life. Things ebb and flow. And in order to really figure out what it is that you want and what it is that you need, it's important to remove other people's thoughts and expectations from your immediate thought pattern, immediate thought response. And a good way to do that is to start your day by doing things for yourself first, whether that is journaling, meditation, moving your body, getting yourself in a good space before doing things for other people allows you to focus on your needs and prioritize things so that you aren't just jumping and reacting because reacting rather than being proactive is usually when we feel like we're operating from a place of scarcity and we feel like we don't have enough of things. It's so important to be able to see things for what they are and appreciate what you currently have and Also understanding that finding the balance between being aware of the fact that people are going to always provide noise and that there will be things that are loud, but you can be aware of it without allowing it to take over your entire life. It doesn't mean that you have to have it be something where it's like, okay, like la 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 la, I'm not listening, I don't see you, you're not here. It doesn't have to be something in that regard. It can be something where it's, I notice this. I'm going to take what I need and I'm not going to hold on to the rest of the shit because it's not mine. And it can, it can be a difficult thing to do. Like I'm not going to act like it's an easy thing. I know that for myself, that's been something that I struggled with as well with SLD wellness. As I've been working with clients, I work with women of color and I remember that there was a period of time when I first started that there were some people that had opinions about the fact that I was working with women of color and I've had to realize that that's not my mission. It's not my concern to be focused on what other people think of me because my focus is on what I think of me, what it is that I am called to do on this earth and there will be people that when you make a decision feel offended or feel frustrated or feel like you're exclusionary and then there's other people that will completely understand and respect the fact that if you're called to do something you're called to do it and that there's other ways that 
you can work with someone or provide support. And the people that understand you and know you will always be there for you and know your heart and know who you are. And the people that don't, those aren't your people. And everyone isn't your person. And I think that that's something that when you get more clear on who you are, you realize that the people that are your people are really your people. Like the people that are truly meant to be in your life, it clicks. It makes sense. And the people that don't want to be in your life, they'll make those decisions for you in a lot of cases by how they operate. You don't have to put yourself in a shell or a box to make other people comfortable in order to live your life. If you leave a situation and you feel like you took a mask off, like not a facial mask, if you feel like you took like a mask of who you are off, of who you are as a person, and you feel depleted, it's time to reevaluate the surroundings and the environments that you put yourself in. And I think that a lot of times we can be so concerned about other people that we forget about ourselves so much and it can make it so that we allow other people's thoughts or feelings to be excuses for us and distractions for us from ourselves because we are too uncomfortable, we aren't ready, we don't want to have someone else's thoughts and feelings. Like We want to focus more on their thoughts and feelings rather than our own because that's more comforting. It's more tangible to us because we can imagine how someone else feels about something, but we can't imagine how we feel about something because we're so distracted that we're looking to see how someone else is. And you have to fill your cup first. You have to help yourself first. You have to take care of yourself first. It doesn't mean don't care about others. It means be aware of what it is that you need and getting quiet with yourself first thing in the morning, at night, Giving yourself some time to just wind down is a tangible way and is a great way to start to think about what it is that you want and what it is that you need and how is it that you want to start your day or how is it that you want to have your night go? How is it that you want the rest of your week to go? And I have a journaling prompt for you if you like to journal. I know it's definitely my thing. Journaling is totally my thing. But if you want one, what are you naturally good at and drawn towards? Like, think about that. Like, what do you naturally enjoy? What is it that you could do all day, every day? You could do it whether you were paid or not. You could do it and you could just see yourself really going to a place where, oh man, like this was... This was the stuff that made me so happy when I was a kid. This was the stuff that when I was my most free, I felt like this is what I'm supposed to be doing and I feel like I could do this nonstop. What are those things for you? And really think about that. Sometimes it can be hard to even think about what it is that we used to enjoy, especially if you are someone who has been a caregiver, caretaker so much in your life and have given 
before you really even had a chance to know what it is that you need or want. And so knowing what you enjoy can be difficult because if you are used to being flexible, if you are used to going with the flow, you might feel like you go wherever the wind blows to whatever someone feels most comfortable with. And so what are you naturally drawn towards might be a difficult question. What are the things that you have been complimented about? It's not about other people. It's about you. Like, what are the things that they have said, like, you know, you are really good at this. And what are the things that you have noticed when you do them, you feel most alive, excited, energized? It can be so many different things. Like, it can be writing, speaking, dancing, movement, music, helping people, learning. There's so many different pieces to people, you know? And everyone has something that is unique and that they do that stands out because it's the way that you do it is different than the way that everybody else does it. The way that other people move in the world is different than the way that you move in the world. So everything has your special edge, has your special twist. It's unique to you. It's made by you. And when you're able to acknowledge that and see that and know that, it really changes things because then you're able to see that you are special as you are, you are you as you are. And I say that to you as someone who definitely hasn't mastered it. It's still a work in progress. I think that society definitely makes it so that it's easy to think that if you get a degree, you have mastered it all things and you know all things and you have figured things out or that if you get a specific job you have figured things out or that if you get a specific accolade that you have figured things out but that's not true you figure things out through your experiences and through trial and error and through being vulnerable and through being willing to try being willing to try new things being willing to see what it is that you want to try out that might be different than what you might have thought. And it could be something that is different than what people around you are interested in, than your peers, than your family, than your friends, than your colleagues. It could be something that is very different. And sometimes when you're interested in something or you want to do something that isn't around you, finding other people that are interested in those things allows you to see that it's possible to be fully yourself. And it always is possible to be yourself. The only way that you can allow other people to see who you are is to show it. And they can only meet you where you are if you allow yourself to be who you are. If you're so afraid of being yourself that you decide to water yourself down, then you're doing yourself a disservice because you come out of those interactions and you feel like, oh man, like I feel inauthentic. I feel like something didn't sit right. I feel like I'm not communicating and displaying myself or showing myself in a way that is fully me, I don't feel like I'm fully showing up as me. And you have to get comfortable with yourself and knowing that 
you are allowed to change your mind. You're allowed to be interested in something, learn about it, and decide that you don't want to do it anymore. You're allowed to get really interested in something, find out it's not for you, shift gears, go back to it, shift gears again. Like it's your life. Like you get to learn every step of the way. You are allowed to find out about yourself. And when other people have opinions about things, it really does tell you so much more about them than it does about yourself. It tells you that they have things that they need to work on for themselves and figure out for themselves. And it's not your responsibility to carry that weight on. You are allowed to allow other people to process their own things and if someone has an expectation of who you are supposed to be that's their own thoughts and their own prejudgments that they have that they need to reevaluate and sit with it's not your responsibility to sit with that at all you are allowed to shift and move and if someone knows you for something and then you decide that you don't want to do it anymore you are allowed to stop because you decided that that's not something that you're interested in anymore. It doesn't matter if people see you for that or they say, well, you're known for that or that's what I know you for or that's what I expect of you because their expectations of you are not your responsibility to fulfill. It's your job to be yourself. A lot of people are afraid to be themselves and see themselves and sit with themselves and so because they aren't willing to do that. They will make assumptions and shout things about other people because they can't sit with themselves. They're too afraid to. They can't acknowledge where they're at. And it's not your job to take on their shit. It's not your job to feel the weight of other people's things on you. And so if you ever feel that way, it's really important to reevaluate how deeply involved you are in other people's things and how deeply they are involved in yours in terms of their expectations of you, how they expect you to operate, because you need to operate for yourself in the way that feels best for you and sits right for you and sits best for you. If at any point you feel like, I am feeling like I'm not myself, then that doesn't work. And so really listening to what feels right for you, if you feel like a twinge in your stomach and you're like, oh, this doesn't feel like me, it probably isn't. But you have to pay attention to those cues that your body is sending to you because it sends them. If you don't listen to it, then it will send them in other ways, but your body definitely lets you know if something that you're doing isn't right or doesn't feel right. All right, y'all, let's move to the meditation. Wherever you are, Get comfortable. Relax your shoulders. Close your eyes. Take a deep inhale, fill up. Exhale, let it go. Breathe in through your nose. Now through your mouth. (sighs) 
What makes you feel most alive? What brings you the most joy? Breathe in through your nose. Breathe out through your mouth. Know that you can always come back to your breath. Breathing in through your nose. Hold at the top. Exhale out of your mouth. Breathe in. Breathe out. Take one more deep inhale through your nose. Exhale out of your mouth. 
slowly begin to find movement, wiggle your fingers and your toes. Slowly begin to open your eyes and find three things in the room to look at. Thank you so much for being here. Again, my name is Stephanie Lorden Diazio. If you want to talk, if you like what you hear, let me know. You can find me on Instagram at sldwellness. Check out my website, sldwellness.com. And if you want to work with me through tarot or work with me one-on-one in coaching, let me know. Hit me up on SLD Wellness. I love talking all things health and wellness. And if you are at a point where you are questioning what it is that you want to do, let me know. I love chatting all things shifts and changes. All right, I will see you next week. Take care.